Today we meditate on John 19 because it's a memorial of Mary as mother of the church. You know, this image is taken from the fathers of the church which uh, say that Mary is the new Eve, just like Christ is the new Adam. Those who in faith descend from him or are under his covenant um, receive new life from him. So also Mary is the, the new Eve, the mother of all the living in the order of grace, in the order of faith. And, well, this passage is very central for that. Many of the fathers reflect that here is when we see that, like the new Adam redeeming us and starting humanity uh, again and giving us life through his death on the cross. But then Mary is right there at the foot of the cross. And you can notice many features of this. Uh, um, Mary as giving birth to us, in a sense. Um, you know, it is uh, known in our Catholic faith that Mary gave birth without pain. Uh, and she, he, she was not under the curse of Eve, right? So it was a sort of miraculous giving birth. But in another sense, Mary did give birth with pain in the sense that in giving birth to the church, that is, in, in receiving us as her children in faith, she did suffer the death of her son. You know, that was the prophecy of Simeon in Luke chapter 2 when he said to her, you know, uh, a, you will, a sword will pierce your own heart. Uh, and that happened. The prophecy was fulfilled right here when she sees Christ you know, die on the cross right in front of her, which must have been you know, terrible agony. And it's truly remarkable when you start to meditate on this, that in this moment of tremendous suffering, and, and, and it could have been a moment of darkness and despair. She is so docile and faithful so as to receive that, um, being entrusted with the beloved disciple. But we can realize that it's such a solemn moment, such a solemn expression in this moment of he, the Son of God passing from this world. And he says, you know, woman, behold your son. Um, that it's not simply meant just for that particular disciple. The, the meaning is clear that there's a sort of motherhood of Mary that Christ wants her to have over all those who will believe in him. There's you know, another element also of that correlation here um, in, in the fact that just like Adam uh, fell asleep and God took one of the ribs and formed the woman out of his uh, own flesh, so many see the same symbolism here. Like, uh, when, the, when Christ, the new Adam, fell asleep, uh, his side was pierced and water, blood and water gushed forth. And from that, from his side, you know, the church was born. When he, was sle when he slept in death, the, the church was given birth, right? Uh, from his sacrifice, we have received life. And Mary was right there, also kind of with her own um, spiritual sacrifice. She wasn't suffering in a, in a physical sense, but she was suffering equally, tremendously, out of the love she had for Christ, for her son. So also with that sacrifice and that self-giving, she also, in that sense, uniting herself to Christ, was part of that giving birth to the church. She, in, in that sense, is the new Eve. Um, I just want to mention something that is not so much connected with this aspect of a new Eve, but uh, when Christ says, I thirst, um, 
that harkens back to John 4 when, for example, he says to the Samaritan woman on the well, you know, give me the drink. And uh, St. Augustine, for example, comments that uh, he was thirsting for the salvation, for the faith of that woman. And um, many commentators point that the, the thirst of Christ here is not a, just a thirst of the physical water, but also a thirst for our salvation, a thirst for our response of faith to the sacrifice that he is doing. Um, and then, the, finally, the word, it is finished, that, that Greek verb means I have completed all things, I've carried all things to, the, to their consummation, to their proper end or goal, right? Uh, he means that like, all that was prophesied about him has been, fu- has been fulfilled in him. Um, so this is, a, you know, there's many rich details in this moment of the Lord's uh, passing. And obviously it's a moment of great, um, that condenses a lot of mystery and a lot of, you know, important truths about uh, how Christ loved us, dying, giving up his life for us. But maybe you can take this, this side of meditating it from the perspective of Mary, who, who is united to the sacrifice, because we are, can also be united to the sacrifice of Christ. And that sacrifice, when we unite ourselves to the sacrifice of Jesus, that is life-giving. Think of the ways in which people who are you know, spiritual and are filled with faith and with love, how their own sacrifices and their union with Jesus was life-giving for you. And also how, when you have done that, when you have been faithful to Christ, when you have you know, been you know, profound in your prayer and, and faithful and, uh, and, and, and accepted the sacrifices that come with that, you've also given life to others.